What's up you guys and welcome back to the channel. If it is your first time here, my name is Brandon. As always, we do have our investing academy, which is that first link down below. But we're back today with another episode of our two stocks to buy series. This is a series where we cover both a Canadian stock as well as a US stock. And in this particular episode, we're going over two dividend companies that I believe are offering nice entry points at the moment. These are stocks that would be on the top of my radar if I was someone that was looking to build up my passive income streams here in 2021. Both of the companies that we cover in this video are gonna be very high up on the reliability side of things. You can really expect to receive some nice, consistent, predictable dividends from both of these companies. And with that said, I say we dive right on in. Please take a moment to give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed the video. But let's start with our Canadian selection, which is the company Atco Limited. The ticker is ACO.X, and today they're yielding a 4.59% dividend. This is a company that is actually a holding company. We'll talk about just in a second. But they do give us some pretty solid exposure to the utility side of things. Utility stocks, in my opinion, not in my opinion, it's just fact, more or less, these are some of the most reliable and safe companies you can invest in, especially when the market does take a turn for the worst. The utility sector as a whole tends to be an area that actually outperforms the market during a sell-off or during a bear market. And of course, that doesn't mean that these stocks will go up and you'll make a bunch of money, but they often won't drop as much as some of our others. And we'll get into exactly why as we get a bit deeper into this video. But I wanna start off with the dividend all-star list that we cover sometimes here in Canada. And this basically displays some of the top premier dividend payers that we come across in the TSX or Canadian market. As we see fifth up from the top, we have the company Atco Limited. They have a dividend streak of 26 consecutive years of slowly and steadily increasing their dividends. If you're not familiar with the company Atco, they're what we would consider a holding company. And within the business, they're giving you exposure to the engineering space, you got logistics, you have utilities as mentioned, and energy, just to name a few. As you'll actually know from the corporate structure, you'll recognize the company Canadian Utilities, which is one we cover on the channel. Well, Atco is actually the parent company of CU. And if we looked back at the all-star list, you will note that at the very tip top of this list, the number one stock in Canada currently in terms of paying and increasing their dividends year after year, it does sit at Canadian Utilities with a 48 year streak. You can see what I mean when I say these are both premier dividend payers and I actually misspoke. This is actually a more up-to-date chart I should say this is 28 consecutive years of annual dividend increases and 49. So I was back about a year on that uh, dividend all-star list. But in terms of a little bit of info on the background of this company, they have over $25 billion in total assets. This includes pipelines and power lines and power plants. Although they are based here in Canada, they're actually headquartered in Calgary, they do give you international exposure because their business ranges across the globe. They're particularly apparent in Australia, and they do have business that expands to the US, the UK, as well as down south into Mexico. One of the great ways to display why a company like this is as safe as it is, to me, this is a very powerful chart. It basically displays the track record of earnings. And we're obviously looking here on the left side at Atco's earnings. And what you can see is that despite the major downturns, they have highlighted here the financial crisis back in 2008, 2009. You have the commodity shock, the wildfires, which they label here. Despite these big downturns, the company is able to maintain very consistent earnings. And that's something that we can actually expect going forward based on the way they operate. If you looked at their credit rating, for example, this is the company that has a very strong rating from both DBRS, Morningstar, as well as S&P Global, which are two of the big uh, credit rating 
institutions or bodies, they carry an A rating and an A minus rating respectively. And that's just another example of how this company provides low risk, predictable exposure to cash flow. Along with the history, we've seen them actually increasing their dividends at a very good clip, actually in double digits. And that just goes to show again, the reliability of this industry. We could really talk all day about how stable and how reliable the utility sector is and some of these other areas they operate in, such as the construction area. I actually see Atco units. They have these little storage units that are just everywhere I go. We could go on and on about that, but at the end of the day, this is just a reliable premier dividend payer. Today, seeing how the shares have sold off, they're trading at $37 per share. Again, the dividends creeped up to 4.95%. I think it's one that's looking quite attractive at the moment. Today, they trade at a PE of about 16 Price to book is actually just hovering above one. Moving right along into our second stock for today, this is of course our American selection. It's a company none other than Coca-Cola, ticker KO. And today we're looking at a dividend yield a little bit lower, but a very respectable 3.37%. This to me, in my opinion, is one of these core companies that is just such an easy hold in a portfolio, really for pretty much any age, pretty much for any investor. This was, of course, one of the first stocks that I ever bought and one that I plan to hold for as long as I see forward. Another very reliable dividend payer. A couple of reasons why the stock has underperformed over the past while is they have received a couple of downgrades, one from Deutsche Bank, one from RBC. The shares were actually down, if we take a look in the new year, they're down 11%. And that's something that did start to pique my interest. At the end of the day, if we look at Coca-Cola's business and how they've been growing and developing, they've really done, they've really put an emphasis on expanding their drink selection, their beverages. You'll already see that in areas outside of the traditional colas, they got a leading market share from the sparkling beverages, the juices. Of course, they own a number of juice companies, hydration or water, we could call it. And then tea of coffee, of course, one of the newer acquisitions was the company Costa. They're really putting an emphasis on these ready-to-drink drinks as well. Touching back on the topic of downgrades and the weaker performance that the company's seen, is that something to worry about? Possibly. In my opinion, I don't like to put the biggest weighting on these shorter-term analyst downgrades. If you do follow companies for long periods of time, they are constantly going through these periods where these analyst firms, I mean, they're looking very short-term, quarter by quarter, and changing their price targets. It's something that as a long-term investor over the next number of decades, I tend to pretty much ignore. In fact, when I see these downgrades, I do get a little bit excited because there's no question if you look at the numbers, yes, they have been down. Net revenues were down about 9% over the previous quarter. Case volumes down 4% and uh, earnings per share, which was a tough one, was down 33%. And One thing to keep in mind is that a big portion of Coca-Cola's business, if you think about all the different areas they distribute and sell Coke, the pandemic has really slowed down a lot of that growth. Think about restaurants that are closed down. Think about theme parks. Think about sports events. All these places where Coca-Cola would normally be drunk, drinking, drunk. That I think should get back to normal when we do get there. And one of the things about Coca-Cola, in comparison to some other companies, if we looked at this, This is kind of getting off topic, but if we looked at companies like the cruise lines and the airline companies, which I get a lot of questions on, these companies are taking on severe levels of debt just to get by, right? These companies are really, they're hanging on by a thread and the debt burdens that they're taking on, take a cruise line, for example, yes, they will likely make it through these periods, but these will actually live with them and hamper them for the next decade plus. I really do believe that. Whereas a company like Coca-Cola, who's done a very solid job of 
just staying consistent. They've actually able to grow their cat. They were actually able to grow their cash over the previous few quarters. This to me is just one of those age old companies that, you know, they're not putting themselves in a hole like that. And when a strong company can come out of a downturn or out of a pandemic without getting to, without doing anything too drastic, they can actually come out stronger than before. And I really, really do believe that. One thing you could argue is that with Coca-Cola, if you looked at their revenues, this is just a fun fact. You may see, oh my God, this is terrible. They're not growing. Their revenues are declining year after year after year. And then while that is true, they have underwent a bottling refranchising. The way they distribute their product essentially has changed over the past few years, which actually has a shorter term. Well, what it's going to have is an ongoing hit on revenues, but it actually increases the company's margins. And we've seen that happening. If you actually take a look at the operating margin, it's actually gone from like the low 20s, 23 area to over the past couple of years, they've bumped that up to even as high as 30. And today we're sitting at about a 28 point let's call it a 28% operating margin. So essentially the company is becoming more efficient. Although yeah, Coca-Cola is not the growth company that it once was, but it's one of those really stable ones. In fact, when it comes to the dividend and what you can expect, this is one of the top of the line companies out there. They've increased their dividend for 58 consecutive years. They're not growing it as fast as Atco, but that type of track record is something that I don't think should be overlooked. In fact, if you look at actually the seasonality, we could call it of this company. If we just look at their earnings, what they post and their estimates, it does kind of tend to fluctuate. And typically in the summer months, this company does tend to do a little bit better. So in my opinion, not looking at it too short-sighted with the analyst downgrades and whatnot, believing that this is a great company to invest in for the long term, which I do, I would expect that when we come out of this pandemic, when the summer months kick in and we're able to kind of get back to normal life and things start picking up and the analysts start bumping up their targets, I think that Coca-Cola will end up being a great hold over the next number of decades. I truly do believe that. But today the stairs shares trade at $48.70. This is, of course, one of Buffett's largest holdings. They own a 10% stake in the company, Coca-Cola. The dividend today is 3.37%. But that's my two stock selections for today's video. Guys, what do you think of them? Do you like them? Do you dislike them? I tried to pick a couple stocks that may be looking like good opportunities at the moment if you're someone looking to deploy some cash and you're looking for that passive income side of things. As always, of course, do your own research and due diligence. This is just my opinion, as always. But yeah, if you enjoyed, give this video a thumbs up. Do let me know your thoughts down below. If you are not already subscribed to this channel, we post videos every single week. So subscribe. I know we got a lot of new viewers to the channel, so if you're new here, welcome aboard. We got a lot of new viewers over the past little while, so we really, really welcome to everybody. As always, we do have our investing academy down below. If you're a beginner, you want courses, training, you need some extra help, and you need a community to bounce questions back and forth off of, that's that first link down below. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next video.